looking backward to move forward. Hey everybody, Ben here. Now we spent the last few weeks examining how we can move toward good outcome from challenging situations. We talked about how we can find motivation amongst the confusion and unknowns in our world. I'm intending to continue the process of examining how we deal with challenging situations that we find ourselves in, both at work and in our personal lives when things change around us. There will be a series of upcoming podcasts that dive into successful approaches and behaviors to manage ourselves and our teams successfully in this changing environment. Now, over the past few weeks, maybe months, we've repeatedly talked about goal setting being a linchpin in situations from creating good out of bad situations to generating focus and motivation. And today I wanted to get you started thinking about this on a bit of a different level. I'm going to keep it lighter today as we continue this journey into our successful behavior in sharing a learning that was generously shared with me years ago. Over the course of my career, I've had some great influences in my work life that have helped me with my growth and my development. One very notable leader in the early years of my career, and we'll get to him in one of these future podcasts, and in more recent times, I had the absolute pleasure to work with another leader that in his own, sometimes subtle, way helped me continue my growth as a leader and helped our organization tackle some huge challenges. Blake Jeffcoat is a true Southern gentleman. He's had an influence on our people and our industry around the world. He's a man who makes an impression wherever he goes. In fact, there may be a cocktail named after him in a restaurant in Calgary. Blake and I met in person for the first time back in January of 2014 in the balmy city of Columbus, Ohio. He had stationed our team meeting there to facilitate his participation in an important client negotiation. You're going to hear legends about Blake's client centricity. I can confirm that this is not just a tale. It's a fact you're going to learn about in the future. Getting to know Blake is a bit of a process. He has many layers. Each of them offers some teaching. No matter the layer you've reached, he always exudes caring, and while he's willing to make difficult decisions, he does so with an eye to the people. After all, what are we but our people? When we met, Blake had already started sharing what had become known as Blake's Takes. Over the years, through the art of storytelling, he shared his own experiences and learnings in life, and how they connected with the very things we were dealing with in work. His Blake's Takes were his version of a podcast, and in many ways he's influenced how I approach my thinking in our discussions here. Stories not only document our past, but also share learnings to help shape our future. And what better way to reflect on the focus on goals and the things that we can control than to take a journey back in time with one of Blake's lessons to us all. I'll share these once in a while with you when the topic fits our challenges of the day. For those of you that have read these, enjoy the trip down memory lane. For those just being exposed to Blake's stories, I hope you can enjoy and learn from them as many of the rest of us have. Now these Blake's takes were preserved by Mr. Tom Price, who some of you may know, and we've shared in them over the years so I'm going to read this to you verbatim, straight from his email that went out to all of us. And to get the full Blake experience, imagine a southern accent, Alabama to be precise, and a far more soothing voice than my own. Here we go. I grew up on a small farm in the deep south with my closest neighbors, an elderly couple, living about not quite a mile away. A few times a week, this couple would hitch up their mule, Pearl, to their wagon and go for a shopping trip to the small country store about a mile away. They would stop at our house, and I would get up on the wagon, sit between the couple, take the reins, and drive the wagon to the store and back. I envisioned myself as a stagecoach driver, or maybe a member of a wagon train headed west. I thought it was neat to be able to lead this mule-pulled wagon on this short journey. 
But let's get down to the real story. Pearl had been making these trips for 20 or 30 years and knew where to go at a speed that never changed. The one-mile trip to the store took an hour. Even though I thought that I was in charge by holding on to the reins, pulling them one way or the other, and using verbal commands of whoa, gee, and ha, it was actually Pearl who was in charge of the journey, and I was just along for the ride. I was going where Pearl wanted to go. I think about those childhood memories as I look at how some are just along for the ride as it relates to their life, especially as related to career planning. They're seemingly going with the flow, with no firm commitment to attain a specific life goal, simply following the lead of others. Think for a minute. What are your goals as it relates to you and your life? You and your career? To plan your path to achieving your goals, you have to have a vision of what you want to achieve, what you want to be, what you want to accomplish. Yogi Berra once said, if you don't know where you're going, you might end up somewhere else. Where do you want to end up? So how do you set goals for your life? For your career? It begins with a self-assessment. What are your strengths? What are areas that need improvement? What are you good at doing? Next, you really need to have a period of reflection where you contemplate what it is you want to do, what you want to achieve, and in what time frame. These goals need to be your goals not the goals that you perceive others want you to attain. Then you must develop a course of action, a plan to achieve your goals. Talk with a mentor. Talk with a supervisor. Talk with a coach. But in the end, it is your plan, your goals. The issue then becomes your commitment to achieving your goals. Are you willing to put in the work necessary to achieve your goals? David Allen Coe, in the lyrics from his song, The Ride, lays it out clearly. If you are big star bound, let me warn you, that is a long, hard ride. Achieving life or career goals requires hard work and commitment. Now back to Pearl. If I had been stronger and more determined, I could have made her change direction. But it would have taken a lot of effort, a lot of work, more energy on my part to change our direction. I could not have been just along for the ride. My take is that to achieve your goals, you must first know and understand what you want to do, where you want to go. You have to know and understand what it will take to get there. And you must know and understand the commitments that you must make to get there. Hard work is the key. There was a sign in my football locker room that said, it takes hard work to be good. And if you are not good, then you have no one to blame but yourself. Hmm... Franklin Roosevelt said it best, to reach a port, we must sail. Sail, not tie at anchor. Sail, not drift. What is your life, career, port of destination? Are you willing to sail and not drift? Are you willing to take the reins and be in control? All right, welcome back. It's Ben again now. There's more than a few tiebacks in Blake's take to things we've discussed over the past few episodes. Now, career management is something Blake highlights, but I really want you to pay attention to the message about being along for the ride. At times like we're in right now, it would be tempting to behave like you're in control while letting Pearl go where she wants. What are you doing to take ownership of your work, of your life? Think back to the learnings from elite athletes around creating goals, remaining focused, and dedicating yourself to making progress. 
This all seems to echo through the things young Blake learned from his mule. You have many things within your control. It's so critical for us all to take a step back to reflect, define where we want to go, and then take the reins and own the outcome of that process. Now, how do you do that with so many unknowns? We'll dive into that, as well as a much more in-depth look at managing through change in a week or so. I've accumulated a lot of exposure to managing change over my life, and I hope I can do as good a job sharing my learnings as Pearl did in educating Blake. In the coming weeks, you're going to notice a bit of a change in cadence for the podcast. We're going to get back to having some interesting people on, virtually for now. In those discussions, we'll learn from their personal journey, hit on some key things that are important to them and how they behave and how we all operate. I have some really great folks lined up, so I hope you're going to enjoy it. Now, these are going to mix in and fuel our own voyage into how we best look after ourselves and our teams through some of the most challenging times in our history. I intend to specifically focus on managing through change and some of the things we can do to not only survive, but thrive in times like these. 